welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here, especially because I was not here last week. I just wanted to say last week's episode did not go up because I've been having a lot of technical difficulties with my mic, which is really random. It's not an issue I usually have. I recently got an external hard drive to start editing my videos on. I usually just like import my footage straight onto my laptop, but it's gotten to the point where I can hardly edit two videos at a time before my footage gets or my Final Cut Pro gets full. I know you guys probably don't care about this at all, so (laughs) I'm trying to go over this fast, but essentially it like knocked out where my microphone usually is set up in my computer and it wouldn't pop up when I was trying to record and I was having all these issues. I have a backup mic that I was trying to use too, but it wasn't working either. And so essentially, I just didn't have an episode up. So I just wanted to say that I'm sorry for that. I know I've had a couple of missed episodes lately. So from here on out, everything should be normal. I'm just working on my mics and they should be back to normal. But today's episode is with my sister, Lindsay. I was looking back on my old episodes and looking to just like the number of listens that they have. And hands down, the ones that I do with my sisters always perform the best. And I think it's because you guys like just hearing my dynamic with my sisters. They're definitely my best friends. It's more of like a casual vibe. And so I sat down with her. If you guys don't know, my sister, Lindsay, she's older than me. She's 27. I'm 23. And she has two kids so she just had a baby who is a month old and then she also has her son Ezra who's three she's also a photographer she runs her own business so she's just someone I genuinely really look up to as my sister but also someone when I am going to be a mom one day I love her I love how she does motherhood she's just so chill and relaxed and has gone through a lot and so I just thought that this would be a really good episode we talk about so many different things but it's pretty casual and as you guys can tell this episode episode is relatively long, so I'm keeping this intro short. We touch on being a mom, running a business. We also touch on our first impressions of our spouses, so just kind of like a casual girl talk. My only real life update is to say that I am going to New York City this weekend, which I'm so excited about. I wanted to record this intro before I left, but by the time you guys are listening to this, if you're listening to it right when it comes out, I will be in New York, and I haven't been back since March of 2020. That's when I left. Didn't know I was leaving for good, so I am so excited. We're primarily going to see my brother who had a baby and Her name is Claire. She's my niece. We're going to see her, but we're also going to go visit all of our favorite places, go walk around, and I want to go see my old apartments and my favorite neighborhoods. I'm just so excited. My mom is going up with me for a few days, and then Aiden's going to come up because he just can't take off a whole week with work. So my mom is so sweet, and she's going up with me for a few days, but I can't wait. I'm definitely going to be vlogging if you guys want to subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you're not, I'll have a vlog up, but Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous just because I haven't been there in so long and I don't really know what to expect. I don't know if it's going to be the same as when I left. I'm assuming things will be different, but there's just still so much of that excitement that I have. So I'm really looking forward to it. But that is pretty much everything I'm going to say just because this is a bit of a lengthier episode. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. Hey guys, I'm here with Lindsay, and we just have to preface by saying that Lindsay's currently on an exercise ball. She's bouncing juniper, and so if you hear some noises in the background, that's life. Yes, it's a child, so we'll let it be. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because I think I need to start doing a video podcast because this would be really entertaining to watch. I'll take a picture of it. 
And then we can put it on the Instagram. Yeah, do it on Instagram. (laughs) Uh, But I'm so excited. I've done a few episodes with my sisters before. I've done, I think, one solo episode with you. Just you, not Jamie, Mm -hmm. too. And then I've done a couple with Jamie and Lindsay. But if you guys don't know, my sister Lindsay is what? You're 27? 27. So yep. I thought. And she has two kids. She's a photographer. She has her own business. And she's a busy lady. So I'm really thankful she made the time today to do this episode. I feel like we're on a date because we're sitting across from each other. Because <laughs> usually when we record these, we sit right we sit, next to yeah. each other. But this time we're sitting across from each other. It feels very formal. <laughs> that I just see your head bobbing on the exercise <laughs> ball. But for this episode, I just wanted to keep it casual. I feel like these episodes people like when they're just kind of chit-chatty. But I did ask for some questions on my Instagram that you guys might have for her. And I just scrolled through. I haven't really read these. And there's a lot of different themes here. So it's going to be a little bit all over the place. We have some juicy ones too, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. Probably (laughs) just going to the questions. And I preface with, I have a newborn. So, well, one month old. I don't know if she's considered a newborn anymore but and how old is ezra ezra's three three and a half so yeah if my answers are a little scatterbrained have some grace people okay (laughs) yeah and ezra's not here so that's why you it would really be you hear trains yeah you hear trains going (laughs) okay we'll start with this one because i think this one's pretty relevant it says Lindsay, was it hard transitioning from having one kid to two i had a lot of people in my life who are older than me who told me that the transition to one to two is the hardest Mm -hmm. because my um toddler is my toddler ezra is actually a really good kid like he's not super crazy he has his wild moments but he's so thoughtful and helpful but i think the hardest thing is when you're breastfeeding and you have to sit down for like 30 minutes at a time and then he wants to like play trains and do all the things you have to kind of segregate your time a little bit differently. And um, and so it's hard. It's a transition. But now I feel like we're getting in the groove of things. And so it's a better rhythm. But yeah, it is hard. And then we mm. also just had a really weird transition period because we got sick the yeah. day after we brought Juniper home. Very sick. And yeah, we got very, very sick. And so... Um, that was really difficult. Um, I can't even imagine because you're already not getting a lot of sleep, but then when you're sick and you don't get sleep, it's like next level. Yes. Well, and Ben got sick first. So my husband got sick first. And so then I was one day postpartum. My body was healing. I had just had, you know, a natural labor. Oh yeah. That's another thing I want to talk about. And then I came home and then Ben got sick first. So he was on the couch, could not move, could not help me with the toddler or a newborn. And so it was just crazy. I think that was like the hardest season for us. And so now it's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Like I'm bouncing on a ball right now and Juniper's asleep and it's bliss right now. It's great right now. But that first, you know, couple weeks was a really hard transition period. I don't know if anyone asked about this, but I would love for you to talk about your natural birth. Oh, yeah. Because you've done one, like, medicated hospital birth, and then the last one was at a birthing center, yes. and it was completely natural. Yes. I don't even well, think – I heard, like, snippets of this, but not in depth. Yeah. Well, was it what you expected? because you may have some feedback on this, but I should have said an unmedicated birth and not oh. natural birth, because technically there's different ways to do it naturally, oh. you know. I'm, like, so <laughs> absent from this world. I'm like, wait, what? 
as soon as I said that, I was like, someone's going to say. Did you get comments about that? Natural. No, but you just hear yeah. it. Like, I'm on some mom pages on Facebook. and I will just say mine was natural slash unmedicated. Yeah. <laughs> I had, so I had Juniper in a birthing center. Um, and to answer your question, I always saw women having unmedicated or natural births like that and it just seemed like oh my goodness how do you do that like no one ever says they regret it too no and everyone says it's like the hardest thing that they do but then they have like five kids unmedicated Uh and they just keep having kids you know and so it must have not been that bad but my labor with Ezra was 32 hours and so going into and then I had him in a hospital setting which was great, and I absolutely love the nurses, but I just wanted something different. And with all the pandemic stuff, I just mm-hmm. wanted something a little bit more personal. And so I had her in a birthing center, and um, my whole experience was completely different. I experienced the most pain I've ever experienced in my life. But as soon as she arrived, it was like what people tell you. All the pain goes away. My, I was walking around the room like an hour. No, not even an hour. She came out. I had her in a bathtub, which is kind of crazy. But I had her in a bathtub. I had a water birth. And then five minutes later, they drained all the water. You step out of the tub and you just go like mm. lay in the bed with your baby for an hour and just bond huh. with your baby. It's so peaceful, but it's crazy that your body can recover like that so yeah, soon. So yeah, so I don't crazy. regret it. And we're definitely like whenever we have, I don't know when that will be, but whenever we have another kid, mm-hmm. we will definitely do the same thing that we did with her because it was just so, so peaceful. Yeah. And I had a midwife, but she just sat there next to me when mm-hmm. I was laboring and she said, let your body do... Sorry if you hear that. No, it's okay. Let your body do what it was designed to do and just let me know if you need help. I'm Mm. here for you. Um, She prayed over me while I was giving birth. It was absolutely insane. I've never experienced something like that before. Very hippy-dippy, but... I uh, love that. (laughs) I was having lunch with dad and he was asking, he's like, do you think Lindsay and Ben will have like more kids? I'm like, I'm pretty sure. But I guess was your last pregnancy a lot harder than your one with Ezra? Yes. Did you say? My pregnancy was really, really hard. Because that's what he was mentioning. He's like, I feel like her last one was a lot harder. It was way harder. But I feel like it, I'm a very, very positive and like um, optimistic personality and Mm. so I think that after going through it it's almost like it can't get worse than that you know and maybe that's just the optimism in me but I went through a really hard pregnancy all of my tests for anything they tested for just came back positive so I had to Mm. be on tons of vitamins had to do tons of blood tests um my feet were as swollen as can be and (laughs) her feet were huge my feet were absolutely so big so after going through that I feel like the next pregnancy can't be worse than that Mm -hmm. and it's all worth it like now that Juniper's here I had the hardest pregnancy but she is an easy baby like she's sleeping she's literally just sleeping right now sleeping (laughs) as I'm bouncing on this ball um so yeah I definitely would have another kid and go the same route again yeah that's funny that dad's asking about it <laughs> i know i don't really remember he how it came up it, but that's funny though. i think he was talking about loving being around all the grandkids that was so sweet um ben Lindsay's husband took ezra to a baseball game yes. last night and those photos were so cute so i feel like cute. that's something that y'all are trying to do is still give each kid their 
yeah attention and yeah not feel like because I think that would be the hardest thing going from having one kid and I guess it depends on how you parent them but they're so used to having the undivided attention and then to go from splitting that with we definitely will start doing like once a month at least doing double dates like me with Ezra just by himself and then I say double dates but Mm -hmm. and then Ben will take Ezra and do something by himself and then once Juniper gets bigger then Ben can take her on a little daddy daughter date and then another Another thing that we do, this isn't a question, but is um, I try to get out in the morning with Ezra and take him out to the park, kind of spoil him a little bit. And then the rest of the day, he's basically napping or just hanging out around the house. So at least he feels like, you know, I made an effort for Mm -hmm. him at least once every day so that when he is wanting to have more mommy time, I can tell him, well, we get to go to the park in the morning together and we get to go down the slides and stuff. And he loves that. So yeah, it helps a little bit. I don't know if someone had asked, and I don't know if you dealt with any of your friends dealing with this, because obviously you didn't have this problem, but have you had any friends who struggled to be able to get pregnant and like dealing with kind of waiting for that? Someone asked about struggling to conceive and like feeling really down about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm completely open about this. So when people ask me, I'm just an open book. But I also try to be respectful to those that are having a hard time mm-hmm. getting pregnant. Um, but so backstory, when we got married, um, we didn't know how long it was going to take for us to get pregnant and just kind of had that in the back of our minds. And then we unexpectedly got pregnant with Ezra. Mm-hmm. And you were 23 um, then? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I think. Yeah, I was 23. 22 or 23. Mm-hmm. But, um, and so Ezra was like a big surprise to us, big blessing. Um, and then Juniper, we, we decided to plan it out a little bit more because we shoot weddings. So yeah. we book weddings out. Like I have weddings booked out right now till November of next year. Oh my gosh. Which is insane. So when you get pregnant, you have to think, oh, nine months from now, I'm going to mm-hmm. have a baby. So we had to kind of plan it out. And so we started trying the first month that, we said, okay, we can get pregnant at this month so that nine months from now we can have a baby and we won't mm-hmm. be shooting weddings. So, and we got pregnant within the first month of trying, which was yeah. a big, like, <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> so we literally were shooting a wedding July, I think, 24th, 23rd, 24th, mm-hmm. and my due date was August 9th. Wow. So, yeah, it it worked out. Yeah. She came late a little bit two days late but um, i just feel like you see so often now i think it's because people talk about it more than they used to but people struggling to get pregnant i'm like that must be so hard to go through when you really want so i have had friends that have struggled it took longer than they anticipated Mm -hmm. um and i think the the easiest thing to do and the most helpful thing to do as somebody walking through that with them is just to listen i think when you start trying to say oh it'll happen when god in god's timing stuff like that i think it's actually really offensive as Mm -hmm. someone who's taking that pregnancy test every month seeing it negative and wondering like changing their diet and stuff to help like doing all those measures Mm -hmm. to get pregnant and then it's not happening 
you know, that is so, I can't imagine. Yeah. I've never had that experience. And so the best thing that I do is just to shut up, honestly, and just listen to their struggle and just to be there and ask how you can be serving them and praying for them in that time. Mm-hmm. And then not hiding your excitement too, because I think yeah. they want to be excited for you as hard as, hard as, it, as it is. Mm-hmm. Um And so, for example, I have a friend, and um, it took them, I think, seven years to get pregnant with their first girl. And um, she's the sweetest. Now they have little Clara, which is, she's precious. I love that name. Uh Uh-huh. And they are pregnant with their second. But the biggest thing that um, my friend Brittany said is um, it was hurtful when friends wouldn't tell her that they were pregnant and then Mm. she would find out like through the grapevine because she wanted to be excited with them and Mm. so I definitely think to include them in that but you know be cautious about um, what you say and how you encourage them yeah yeah I love that I think that's with like anything too I think we're so inclined to give advice when people are dealing with things like sometimes people just want you to listen to them what they're going through and I imagine you as being a mom like that's how you're like when people catch up with you yep it's like everyone wants to give advice no one wants to listen to say thank you to Anna Luisa for sponsoring today's episode. If you guys know me, you know I love really minimal jewelry, things that are just really simple, not anything too flashy, and that's why I love Anna Luisa. They aim to bring clarity to the jewelry industry, so they have rings, earrings, necklaces, and more. They're the first direct-to-consumer jewelry brand to become carbon neutral, which means that all the CO2 that they produce during the creation of their jewelry, the running of the business, and the shipping of their orders, it all has been counterbalanced by the same amount of oxygen, which I think is really cool. It's sustainable, ethically made. And I love that their pieces are super high quality, but they don't have the super crazy price tag that comes with it. I'm currently wearing one of their Hope necklaces that is so cute. It's like the perfect dainty necklace and then also just some small gold hoops that are just the perfect amount. They also have other styles. Not everything is just super minimal. That's just what I like if you guys know me. You can definitely check out Ana Luisa. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Their jewelry starts at about $39 which is great and they also have new collections that are released every single Friday. You can get 10% off your order with the code Michelle Reed. That's just my name, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-E-E-D. And I will also have a link in the show notes of this episode if you guys want to check them out. I love them. I'm going to be showing them on YouTube too if you guys want to check them out there. But yeah, thanks to Anna Luisa for sponsoring today's episode, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. And you guys can get 10% off with the code Michelle Reed, which will be in the show notes of this episode. I also got a lot of questions about I guess this is kind of hard because you're not doing photography right now you're still editing are you I had one bridal session okay yeah because she's getting married in the beginning of October Mm -hmm. so I normally shoot bridal sessions within a month of their wedding date so that you know it's within the same season and it's like if it's super hot outside like it is right now I can yeah. push it back then. so you'll be shooting that wedding in a month is that like when you're starting yes. back up well my yeah my start back date is October 8th that's okay. the first wedding that we have that's really so, soon normally I think people take like three months of maternity leave mm-hmm. but my job as a photography is as a photographer is just so different and mm-hmm. so I just kind of have to roll with it and yeah shoot here or there but then I 
I shoot a wedding on a Friday and then I can edit it in my own time. Mm -hmm. And so it's way more. How do you find even the time to edit though? (laughs) Like I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I asked my friend this because she just had a baby and she's a YouTuber too. And I feel like I am so stressed with my schedule. And I'm like, I can't even imagine how moms feel when they're doing. Yeah. Especially your own business, too, and going those who have to go to work, too. Yeah. Like, I just imagine it's so hard to find that time. Is it just about finding, like, that small hour of time yeah. to get the so, editing done? I don't know how moms do it who have kids that don't nap. Like, yeah. honestly, maybe they do it at night or, like, early in the morning. So, before I had Juniper, I would just edit during Ezra's nap time. Mm-hmm. And Ezra sleeps for, like, three hours for his nap. So I would have a three-hour chunk in the middle of the day where I'm not doing laundry. I'm not doing... I tell myself not to. I'm not doing dishes. I'm not doing any of that. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting down, answering emails, editing. Ezra would go to bed at like 7.30. And then from 7.30 to like 10, Mm -hmm. I would just sit and edit. But then also Ben's home on the weekends. So right now, the way that we are doing it um, is Ben, when he comes home on the weekends... Um, he will take the kids for like, you know, a couple hours on okay. Saturday or maybe an hour on Sunday. And then I just sit down and edit like crazy. So, but like even yesterday, you just find windows of time. I, yesterday, Juniper slept for like two and a half hours, which was oh, nice. very nice. And she didn't need me to hold her or anything. And so I just sat down and I got the whole session done within that two and a half hour frame. And then I was good to go. But nice. our struggle right now, which is mom life, is that Juniper is not taking a bottle. Yeah. And so I have all of this breast, mu- breast milk stored for her. And she's great at breastfeeding, but she literally will not take <sighs> any bottles that I give her. Mm. And, and that anyone else gives to her. I, Dad tried to give her a bottle last night. I don't know. So if it's hard to leave it, her with people. Yeah, because she eats every two and a half, three hours. And so I guess I could leave her, but then you never know, like, if she's going to wake up and decide, oh, I'm hungry now. Mm -hmm. And then on weddings, I will be gone for 10 plus hours Mm -hmm. for the most part. And, and so my mom will be watching her, our mom will be watching Mm -hmm. her. So that's our big prayer right now is that she just starts feeding Mm -hmm. on a bottle. So at least for a couple days, we can leave her for more than three hours. But how much sleep would you say you get? On average, uh, so at night, like is she is she waking you up throughout the night? Yeah, still. So basically, at night we will try to feed around ten. She on a good night she'll wake up like once in the night, mm-hmm. and I'll feed her for like thirty minutes. But it ends up being like an hour by the time I put her back to sleep, um, and then she's back up at six. So I probably get like on a good night, like six hours of sleep. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! But then during the day, she sleeps like, you know, for one hour, two hour segments. Mm-hmm. So if that happens between Ezra's nap time, yeah. that's the hardest thing with two kids is naps and correlating the naps. That's what I've heard yeah. from people. And so if they both nap at the same time, then I get about an hour, hour and a half mm-hmm. nap time. But now that photography started back up, that's when I try to get stuff done. So, yeah, you learn to live on a very, very little sleep. And that's, like, very good to get six hours 
of sleep at night. Yeah. Like some moms have babies that wake up like every two hours in the mm-hmm. night and then take forever to go back to sleep. Someone asked if you felt like the jobs, not the jobs, but I guess the like roles that you and Ben have changed once you started having kids. Like, do you feel like you started doing roles? Yeah, because did you guys have pretty set? I do this, he does that. So not really. That's probably like controversial, but not really. Like mm-hmm. Ben is a very very tidy person. Like if he walked into the house right now, we left the house so fast this morning because we were dropping Ezra off and yeah. And so Ezra has pillows everywhere. He was doing a pillow fort. He's got toys <laughs> everywhere. Anyways, Ben would be like appalled, like, oh my goodness, this house is so messy. And he wouldn't say anything, like he wouldn't judge me, but he would just immediately go and clean everything up. Which is good. Which is great. He's very he's a very, very tidy person. Mm-hmm. So like this morning he was leaving for work and he saw that our laundry bin was getting really full and so he yeah. just went over and like started. I don't think that should be controversial. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. Honestly, it's just like if we see something is messy and mm. like Ben has his hands free and he doesn't have the kids, like he will go and do it and then if i have my hands free and i see that the dishes are piling up in the sink then i'll go over and do it but there are certain chores that both ben and i despise doing and so we won't do those and the other one will do like what mine's laundry i hate laundry laundry. yeah i see i love laundry really laundry all day ben hates folding the laundry yeah and he won't even put his clothes... This is ragging on Ben. But he won't put his clothes away after I fold them. He will just like... You that's know, what Aiden that does just like dig in the basket and just take out their clothes for work. You know? And then I'm like... That's I'll like put them on his chair folding. and he'll just go just through the week. Yeah. Oh, it <laughs> bugs me so much. But... So, yeah. That's, that's Ben's thing. He does not like folding I clothes. think it's because guys so just cycle through the same clothes yeah. each week that they're like i don't need to put these but away I'm like, or I'm like, okay, i don't like to iron so mm-hmm. if i can fold them as soon as they come out of the dryer yeah. and you can put them in your drawer you can hang them up like you're not gonna have to iron your clothes yeah. you just put them where ben it's like he rummages through them and then they're all it defeats the whole purpose of folding them so yeah. anyways <laughs> i i don't mind doing laundry i don't mind folding them and then, uh, which I saw you post about, like, how do moms get laundry done? <laughs> because it'll take me at least, like, when I'm doing it quickly, it'll take me two days to do a load. <laughs> Otherwise, it just it takes... All to, do you, like, do all of your laundry in one in one go? Yeah, like, I usually try to do week? it once or twice a week. It depends okay. on how much we have. But it's the folding and the putting okay. it away. And I just see how much you have when you have kids yeah. where I can't imagine. So we literally do laundry every day. Yeah. I know that seems crazy. That's what a lot of people said. We'll do towels one day. We'll do, like, I'll do Juniper's clothes one day, and then I'll do Ezra's. And so when you fold them, you don't have to fold as Mm. much. It doesn't take as long. But, yeah, so that's Ben's. He doesn't like folding. I hate unloading the dishwasher. Oh, that's see, that's like one of my favorite oh, things. I hate it so much. Everything's so clean, just comes oh, out. I just hate stacking all the dishes, putting them in their yeah. place. It's just so annoying. And Ben doesn't mind it at all. So uh-huh. he will do the dishes for the most part. Yeah. I don't mind cleaning dishes and putting them away. I just hate unloading them. Mm-hmm. So before he goes to work, a lot of the times he'll unload it so that during the day I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And if I see it's all the dishes are clean in there, it makes me so <laughs> 
Oh, that makes me so mad. (laughs) Yeah, he's a very hands-on. I feel like he's always, and that's his personality. I feel like he always is wanting to get something done. Yeah, he's a go-getter for sure. Okay, this one says, do y'all or have y'all ever fought? Oh, me and Ben? (laughs) No. Oh, yes. (laughs) We fought more when we were younger. Yeah, we don't fight now. I think the last time, like, you seriously got mad at me was when I, when I started, well, I think there are people who just do fight a lot with their siblings. Yeah, I guess that's right. And I think the last time, like, Lindsay actually got mad at me was when I started dating Aiden and I didn't tell y'all. Oh, that was the last time. That was my freshman year of college. Yes. Which, all, yes. Yeah. Yeah, all everyone was mad. <laughs> Mom played it off like she wasn't mad, and but she's mad. mad. It's like, not like, we don't like yell at each other. No. We never. No. I mean, maybe when we were younger, but I can't remember yeah. the time. But yeah, definitely. We literally went on Instagram and saw Michelle cuddling next to Aiden on a subway. <laughs> like, what in the world? And we were like, I was very immature. And it was very, you've already talked about this, but it was like very soon yeah, after that's you why, started that was going why. to college. And so Michelle was a friend. And I had just broke up with my ex-boyfriend. So yes. it was very much like, whoa. Which like, um, I totally was there too. Like I had a high school boyfriend. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I had a high school boyfriend and then mm. broke up with him and then literally the semester after started. Oh, I didn't know it was that close with Ben yeah. too. So Yeah. So I had no right to get mad at Michelle, but it was the way that we found out. See, now uh-huh. we're hash- rehashing it. Yeah, we, we're know, bringing back really... we're bringing back our past trauma. Yeah, <laughs> there's like things like if we go on a trip and stuff, there's always some annoyance that you have with family members. But I don't. Yeah, it's not like. No, but I can't think of any. I think I had more petty fights with Jamie than you. Yeah. Well, because y'all spend more time at home together, too. Yeah, that was like before. I think now that I'm out of the house, it's a little bit harder to have things to argue about. Yeah. But, oh, this girl said, she's amazing. I sent her a message when I decided to pursue photography. She, she was did. so nice. So yeah. nice. No, you've had a lot of um, followers, friends, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. But, um,. You've had a lot of people that have come over to my Instagram and messaged me about photography mm-hmm. and even motherhood. Because a lot of your a lot of your followers who have followed you for a while are becoming moms now. Which yeah, is crazy. it's so cool. It's, it's so like they're crazy. literally growing up as I am. Like I feel yeah. like we go through the similar life stages. Oh yeah, which is fun. So Michelle, I know. Gonna, when are you gonna have the baby? Two to three years, probably. <laughs> Two to three years. She sees all of us with all of our kids, and she's like, I'm not ready for that. Well, that's the thing I always say. I'm like, it's either, oh my gosh, I really want a baby because I'm around all these babies, or oh my gosh, she gets only six (laughs) hours of sleep on average. I think that's what was fun about Ezra is that it was such a surprise that I was like, okay. You're just thrown into it. it. We're having, you got to adjust, you know. A part of me hopes that's, because like we're in a place where it would be totally fine. If you dealt with any of like the postpartum depression or the baby blues. And she opens up her baby blue eyes and looks at me. It's really hard for me to, to kind of process this experience with um, giving birth to Juniper because we got sick and then it was really overwhelming. And so I was crying all the time. Like you can ask mom every single time I saw mom, 
to pick up Ezra because she came and helped out so much with mm-hmm. Ezra during that time. And every single time I would think about mom picking him up or see him or say bye to him when he was going to mom's house, I would just sob. I was a <sighs> sobbing mess. Mom, I think mom, mom even said like, you know, this is like the most I've cried ever. <laughs> Yeah, because you're not really a crier. No, not at all. She'd be used if it was me, because I cry all the time. But yeah, no. So I don't think I had like baby blues. I think it was just a really, really hard transition period. Mm-hmm. And then Ben was like sick on the couch, so I was like single momming it with two kids a day after I gave birth. But yeah. um, oh, bless you, <laughs> bless you. Um, we got about fifteen minutes more in her. Yeah, I think we're good. We're bouncing. Okay, so. No, I don't think I ex- I've experienced that. I have had friends I've experienced it, and it's really, as an outsider looking in, it's so sad and, like, <clears throat> helpless just watching a friend go through that. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine actually having those feelings and going through that. Um, and I'm sure she won't mind, but our um, sister-in-law, Lindsay, she's talked about how she gets some baby blues um, mm-hmm. within the first couple of weeks of having each of her two girls now. Um, and I think baby blues are more, not natural, that doesn't sound right. I think more people get baby blues after they have a baby, and that's mm-hmm. just like, it's a hard adjustment. You're not sleeping at night. Um, if you have another kid, then it's like, oh my goodness, am I still giving them attention and love? Yeah. And then um, am I going to love this other one as much as I love my toddler or whatever? I think people that have baby blues, they go through those thoughts and those feelings from what I've heard. Um, And the postpartum depression is actually like looking at your child and not feeling connected to Mm -hmm. that child, knowing that this is your child, knowing that you should love this child and that you do deep down, but just not feeling it. And that's so scary. So, um, but I will say... That this time around, I had midwife care and midwifer, mm. midwifery care. Midwifery. midwifery. <laughs> I've never heard that That's before. That's how you say it. I midwifery. Think. I've never said it out loud. That's so funny. Um, and so this time around, I've had more eyes on me to ask me how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, at every midwife appointment since I've had Juniper, they ask me at the very end, um you know, how are you doing emotionally? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Are you overwhelmed? Like they ask you all those questions to be able to support you and then give you resources if you need counseling or help. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> she has changed positions. She is like way alert now. So if you hear her, that is the baby. This one's a fun one. We'll switch okay. it up after the sad Good. questions. I know. And I don't, that sounded so bad, but I feel like it didn't help at all with like postpartum well it's hard when it's not something you deal with but you recognize that other people do if you're struggling with that or if you're going through that know that it's completely normal and you're not alone in it it's Mm -hmm. very very common um and then i would just say talk to your doctor or talk to your midwife um i would strongly encourage you to talk to a midwife if you Mm -hmm. can but yeah don't be afraid to speak out about it because it's actually super super normal This one is, what was each other's reactions or first impressions of your spouses? I don't even... What was the first time I met Ben? 
I just remember. I don't even, I think, oh, it was the, so my mom planned this Hunger Games themed party. Was that the party. first time you met him? I think that was the first time. I guess it would make sense. Maybe that's the first time I remember, but I think the thing that stood out most was Lindsay had a very, she dated guys that looked all very similar before, <laughs> yeah. and Ben was so different, yeah, and it was like, like oh, hair, Lindsay. Dark eyes. And Ben's very light. He has very light yes, features. Ben's blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes. And like in shape and just <laughs> tall. Like he looks like Sean Lowe from so, The Bachelor. Well, yeah. He is. <laughs> he thinks that. And that's back when he was like bald. Like he yes. just, he literally looked exactly like Sean Lowe yes. from The Bachelor. He was like bald, but he had like a buzz <laughs> <cut>. <laughs> Oh, I feel like bald. it was shiny. No, and he was yeah. just really nice, but fun. I remember, yeah. I think the first time we did a little trip, just us, it was me, Jamie, and then so you and Smoky Ben, Mountains. Smoky Mountains, with some of Lindsay's friends, too. And it was so fun. That was, like, one of, to this day, one of my favorite trips. I really want to do another Which, mountain trip. That says everything you need to know about our relationship as sisters, mm. how it's, like, we are way more, like, sisters, but, like, we are each other's best friends, because... yeah. I was in college, going on a college spring break trip, and I decided to invite my sisters. <laughs> yeah, it was like all of our friends. And we were young, too. I was in, we high, in high school, school at the time. Yeah. Jamie was... Jamie was in high school, too, I think. About to go to college, probably. Yeah. Jamie was probably like a senior in high school. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. And that was funny. the most important thing, was that we could hang out and vibe. And yeah. I like when the significant other can like go off just them with you like I feel like we went off and did something just us with Jamie me and Ben and I think that matters a lot we're just very family people so they got it meshed well in Uh the family and then Aiden I feel I can't remember the first time I met Aiden he visited over the summer so we started dating like in october of 2016 and then that summer was the first time he came okay well so michelle when she went off to new york um and she started hanging out with groups of people you just don't know you're like as us texans we're like are these gonna be a bunch of weird northerners sorry if you're a northerner but you know you're just like i don't and aiden always dressed, stereotypes aiden always dressed like super put together you know just and so funny now because he's swath. like a t-shirt shorts kind of guy he still dresses really nice though he wears his vest yeah I like yeah. his vest. Yeah, vest season is upon us, it's so you're going to be seeing a lot of the, it. The flops are going in the, what do you call them, mandals? The mandals. The mandals are going Get this. away. Cash destroyed one pair of his flip flops, and I said, you got to put them up because he's going to get them. He bought another pair the other day, like two days ago, oh, no, came in, Cash got him again. He said, I can't buy another pair now because it was. <laughs> the mandals are going Away. Which me, I was so thankful. I said, get those things out of here. I don't even want to see them. <laughs> you em. don't know. Michelle has a strong hatred towards They only belong at the beach. Sandals. The <laughs> beach and the pool is the she only time. Men's toes should never be exposed. Have you seen the TikToks that's like, remind me of your gender again. You're a boy. These are for girls only. Have you seen those? <laughs> Someone did it about the mandals. I was like, this one's literally me. <laughs> Yeah, so that's Michelle with the... Uh, yeah, I just totally hijacked that. No, combo. so anyways, he, he... I feel like when we saw pictures, he was always dressed really, really nice, which with Michelle and what Michelle does and how anytime Michelle goes out to go do anything, Michelle is, like, dressed to the nines, like, 
Michelle looks so good and um, has such good style. So it was so nice to see. I think I thought that to myself, like, oh, my gosh, this guy dress is very nice. Like, uh-huh. he's such a good fit for Michelle as far as what they look like on the outside. But then I think when we met Aiden, the one thing that stood out to me so much was his voice. <laughs> oh, my. They, that's yeah, the that's for me. sure. If you haven't heard Aiden talk, he just has a very deep voice. And he's very, very articulate in the way that he speaks. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that really blew me away, too. He just seemed so mature for his age and had such a nice way of speaking. And then I just loved he he just fit in really well with our family. Mm -hmm. Like he could just which we never know if that's going to happen with. Significant because other. it hasn't some of them <laughs> <laughs> because our family is just the way our family is and yeah. so, so you either mesh well or you just don't and but we're also really welcoming i think we're very because we i've met a lot of different families yes. and i think that we are we do a good job going out of our way to make yes. people feel comfortable we are very welcoming but it is a lot of people yeah, and it could be overwhelming. Yeah, it can be overwhelming. If you're not the right personality type, you could be overwhelmed by it. And I think Aiden came in just with, like, confidence, but, like, he still had humility. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to go on and on about Aiden now. But anyways, that's <laughs> what I noticed about him was his style, and then he just meshed really, really well with our family. Aww. And he was just always really sweet with you, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he always opened doors for you, asked you if you wanted a drink, just very, very, Mm -hmm. he had like Southern hospitality, but he's not Southern. Yeah, he's got the benefits of being a Northerner while also the good parts being Southern. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I think this might, I don't know how long you've been going. This might be my last question. You're going to have to cut a lot of this out. Yeah, maybe do I maybe I do a couple more. Okay. This one says, "What is your guys' thoughts? Probably more so you on today's childhood with technology, social media, social Mm -hmm. environment. Like, what is your approach to kids and technology?" So, this is hard. I feel like this is probably the one area that I could probably grow in a little bit more. I always, you know, when you go into parenting, you're like, "I'm not going to give my kid technology. I'm not going to give them an iPad." Like. And then once you become a parent, your kid sees you on your phone. Mm-hmm. Your kid sees screens. And so it's like you can't get around it necessarily because they are immersed in it when they go to, like, Target. There's screens yeah. everywhere. There's When you check out, there's screens. And so I think my, my mindset on it is that if I see that it is changing Ezra's personality... And if I see that it's becoming um, an obsession for him and mm-hmm. not a treat for him, then that's when we take it away. Okay. So there's been times where, so I'll be honest, like when we first had Juniper and, you know, everyone's sick in the family and I am recovering. So I'm literally like on the couch um, Ezra was watching so much TV. Like, we had movies on all mm-hmm. day. <laughs> and because we were just trying to, like, be in survival yeah. mode. But I noticed that he started becoming a little bit bratty, if I'm being honest. Like, mm-hmm. he would just have some bratty responses to me. And it's, it was totally my fault because he was watching shows with kids that were brats. <laughs> he was watching... You know, shows with animals, even some of the Disney, you know, the Disney movies. Like, yeah, um, we loved Lilo and Stitch growing up, 
But I'm sorry, like, Lilo is a brat in that movie. She's absolutely bratty. And her sister's uh, a brat, too. They're both mean to each other and they yell at each other. And I noticed Ezra was joking, but he would, like, cross his arms and kind of, like, pout when I would mm-hmm. tell him to go clean up toys or something. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Like, I don't like that that technology in that movie transformed his personality. Like, I just, it's yucky. I don't like mm-hmm. it. And so then we have conversations about, like, you know, we don't act like Lilo. Lilo's <laughs> not respectful to her sister. And so I think it's a balance. There's some people that I know who don't let their kids have any technology. I just don't see how they would... Because they're going to go to school or they're going to be around it. It's like you yeah. said. You can't well, just keep them around it. So yeah. they're not... <laughs> they're not that just scares me because out and i i didn't want like i don't want ezra to go out and then see other kids with technology and just be like either judgmental towards them or or not saying that these kids are but judgmental towards them or just kind of like look at them funny or once ezra goes off on his own then he goes on a crazy rampage right now we're trying to transition ezra into where technology is a treat for him Mm -hmm. and so when he gets to go to nana's oh that's our mom if he gets to go to nana's house or his grandparents house and they let him have their phone to watch thomas or something like that it is a treat for him and then when he comes back here you know it's just every day he gets to play with all his toys and have more of you know playtime here that doesn't Mm -hmm. have technology but he does get to watch, like, he gets to watch his movie every day, or he gets to watch yeah. a couple shows every day. He's obsessed with Thomas the Train. So, you know, it's not that bad. But, um, and then you just make sure, like, on my phone, I make sure before he clicks on any video, he has to ask me, Mommy, can I watch this? So that he's Yeah, that's just, the like, thing that scares me, because sometimes, like, through. you don't know what they're showing your kids. Yep. Well, guys, I think that's everything we're going to chat about today if you want to keep talking too but i know well there's definitely a lot more questions but i feel like things are starting to get antsy so i hope you guys enjoyed (laughs) listening to Lindsay and enjoy this episode let me know if you like hearing from my sisters i can uh, jamie's harder to get on the podcast i'll say i know she has fridays off well some fridays and the funny <laughs> thing is she talks so much but i think she feels nervous that her answers aren't going to be yeah. the most and I correct did see jamie before i came over here and um i told her that i was doing a podcast with michelle uh-huh. and she said She's like, I just, she's like <laughs> judging herself for how she did. And I love Jamie's. So yeah. Have Jamie they really liked Everyone when we did the advice Jamie one too. when they asked for we advice. Do it again. Yeah, that we one's like again. one of my most listened to ones. Okay, we need to do that one. Let them know. So, Lindsay's a photographer in the Dallas yes. area. If you guys ever need photography, you should plug your photography yes. business. So, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook, and you can go to my website. But my photography name is just my name. It's Lindsay Jane Photography, L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y. Spelled a little bit different. Yeah, and um, I'm very good about messaging people back on Instagram. So if you send me a message, even if you just need advice, like that girl said to Michelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love, I had a lot of people that poured into me. Um, so I would love to pour back into other people that are starting businesses. And we are doing, or did you go back? Nope, home? you're good. Okay. Um, and I do mostly wedding photography, um, and I'm starting to do a little bit more labor and delivery photography starting in 
2022, which that's crazy to think about. But yeah, so hit me up if you need help. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with my sister, Lindsay. If you guys want to hear from any other of my family members, feel free to let me know. There's a lot. I have two brothers, two sisters, my parents. So I've done episodes with quite a few of them, but let me know if you enjoy it. Feel free to leave a review. It really helps the podcast if you guys enjoy and also just subscribe for monthly episodes. I again just wanted to thank Anna Luisa for sponsoring. If you guys are interested in some quality jewelry at a more affordable price point, I will have them down below in the show notes. You guys can also use the code Michelle Reed to get 10% off your order. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll catch you guys in my next episode. Bye friends.